Welcome, everybody, to a new episode of the OTT Podcast. My name is Tyler Thompson, and I'm the Editor-in-Chief of Kentucky Sports Radio. And tonight, I'm joined by my co-host, Fake Barney. Barney, what's happening? You're joined? Is is we watched a little bit too much of you there? (laughs) We were just talking about you before we started taping this, so maybe it it crept into my subconscious. Um, You said you only watched one episode of that, right? That's right, yeah. um, I'm just really excited to be able to get together with somebody and talk about the uh, Covington Catholic kids. So, Oh my gosh, no. Please. (laughs) No, for the love of God. Can you believe how rude they were just getting in that guy's face? I I mean, I'm excited about covering that for an hour. I, I can I can end this podcast right now. <laughs> I swear. I I got a call from Matt on the way to we were on our way to Auburn on Saturday and I knew he was gonna ask me to put that on the website. And I was like, Oh, I gotta remind you, I'm in the car and I wasn't even driving like my husband was. I was like, I can't put that up. I'm driving and he's like, Oh, okay, I'll call Drew. I was like, ah, <laughs> Yeah. Yes. So yeah. Oh man. Well, that well, that's all we're going to say about that. Because if you wanted to hear about that, you could just turn on any TV station or just scroll through your Facebook yeah, timeline. We're really. actually here I today mean, to that... talk about the wall. So, <laughs> oh god, <laughs> like everybody, just just stop <laughs> listening right there. <laughs> but no, seriously, we are here to just kind of catch up on everything and preview. We have another big game coming yep. up. On Saturday, we're, we're playing Kansas, and I feel like the last time we did a podcast was after the North Carolina That's win, right. right? Yeah, and we've and we've done so well. The Cats are uh, we we thumped the Tar Heels. We beat Louisville. Um, we you know had a little slip up, but um, you know have, have started the SEC. Um, you know, started a little run here. We've we've got we've got some uh, some momentum. It's kind of incredible. I, I was thinking about it, you know, how down everybody was about like two months ago. Right you know, before it was the North just, Carolina game. Oh, it was horrible. Like, you know, I just, I look back at some of the things we had on the website and just how dis, just depressed everybody was. And and now we fast forward a couple months later and Kentucky's in talks for a two seed and we're about to play Kansas. And I don't know about you, but I feel really good about this game. Like, I think we can not just beat them, but you know, I, but I hate that because every time I feel really good about something, then sure enough, something happens to make me feel terrible. So, but how well, are you, you feeling the, about the you were game? at the Alabama game, I guess. Um, I was right. at the Alabama game and the Auburn game. So I kind of got like the, the, the best of the best and the worst of the worst. You know, I went down yeah. to the Alabama game in early January. That was what the first sec game. And I thought Kentucky, we were coming off of the win over Louisville and the win over North Carolina. I thought Kentucky was going to have no problems. And sure enough, you know, they just had an off night and Alabama shot the lights out. And then two weeks later, went to Auburn and it was a totally different story. It was great. Yeah, I I think that's the thing about this team. I think that we're going to play really well, but I am just nervous about that off night. Um, I mean, I could see this team. Um, you know, going all as, as far as the the um, 2014 team went, you know, all the way to the championship game, or I guess the 20 was it the 2013 team, um, the one that went all the way to the championship game, and then just had that off night against Connecticut. You know, I right, um, yeah. I think that it's really interesting um, that, uh, like even in the last game against Mississippi State, you know, we played not that great. I mean, there was some there was some awesome. Um, 
stretches like there was you know that we had the stretch there i guess when we we caused a little bit of separation um but but then you know they kind of hung around and you know we ended up beating them by like 20 but would not even play in that great like i just i feel like i mean i'm ready to see this team i mean i think when we click and I, and I and I and I want to see it like in one game. Like it happened in North Carolina. Like we had little spurts, and then they would hit a big three on the other end. And I mean, but I mean, I've just felt like that we've been on the precipice of thumping some teams, and it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, well, it, it could happen on Saturday. I mean, this team has shown a, a tendency to kind of get up for big games. I think in part just to to prove that they're not the team that fell on their face versus Duke, you know, to prove that they've come farther. And if you're looking for a big stage, it, it doesn't get much bigger than playing, you know, number nine Kansas at Rupp with College Game Day. Although I've got I've got thoughts on College Game Day, which we'll get to in a little bit. But I I'm, I'm looking for a big performance from them. I think that big players rise to big games, right? And yep. I think. Keldon Johnson has put yes. together a couple good games. I think Tyler Hero is playing really, 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 really well. Yep. And watching him at Auburn just kind of shut some people up mm. was really fun to see. Because I've had some like some thoughts about Tyler Hero, like some doubts, just that he was billed as this you know shooter guy coming in. And I went and watched him play in high school, and he was great. Like he proved that he wasn't you know just a three point shooter that he well, could. Then you had the Bahamas. Yeah, and then he had the Bahamas, and he was it was really good. But then he kind of had his slump, and I was like, oh, well, maybe he's not as good as I thought. And, you know, maybe he's going to be here two or three years. And then watching him go into an opposing arena, yeah. I mean, we saw it versus Louisville, and we saw it versus Auburn, and just kind of take everything personally. Right. It was really kind of cool. And, and he we had also this- saw him play well the other night at home for the first time, really. Yeah. And I think he had a quote afterwards that I really liked. It was like, I like hitting big shots against people who don't like us. But don't like and, us. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And just hearing him say that, like, I, you know, I was right. I was there that day. So I, I got to go to all the press conferences and stuff. And it's not just me watching on a computer. It's him at a table, like five feet in front of me. And like, he wasn't joking at all. Like, this is just how he is. You know, he has that kind of mentality where he's like, you know, it's, it's us against the world and yada, yada. And, you know, I can't, I can't tell you how many times I've sit and watched players, you know, say something like that, but you can tell they don't mean it, but he meant it. Right. Like he was like, if they don't like us, then we don't like them. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, well, (laughs) I've got to ask you, because I know you're a big Charles Barkley fan and you were down at the Auburn. Uh, yes. at the press conference I was looking for you like I was I thought for sure I would hear you laughing over everyone else like when that <laughs> well, when you... Barkley came in you got tell us what it was like to be in that room when he came in and then and you weren't really sure if Cal noticed him or not or whatever it was awesome um if you watch the video I live streamed it for KSR like if you watch our video on our KSR digital YouTube page which you should subscribe to um, wait so how do you find that it's it's just look up KSR Digital on YouTube. And we okay. also, we put the link, like the video on the site when it's happening, when okay. the press conferences are happening. But anyway, so if you if you listen and watch that, you can hear me kind of like laugh. I'm like, ah. so he, he walked in and what UK's video that they took down, what you don't really see is that he was in the room for like a minute before he said anything or before Cal like noticed him. And then right. Cal 
saw him out of the corner of his eye and like worked him into the conversation. And he's probably like, he finally got his chance. He's like, and I was yelling F John Calipari. And like Cal had his big old belly laugh. And like, it was kind of awkward because yeah, the two are obviously really good friends, but I think they were trying to figure out how to like have this interaction at a press conference. It was, it's always awkward when Cal does that. Like when one of his friends walks into the post game press conference and you can tell all he would want to do is just get up and go talk to them, but he still has to talk to us. And right. <laughs> but it was really funny. Um, Charles is great. I mean, I, I think on the, the TV broadcast, he talked about how he wished his statue was skinnier and uh-huh, yeah. um, Cal made some joke about how he tore down the statue and, you know, Barkley's like, no, you didn't. It's still there, and I'm skinnier in it, or I don't know. But he's awesome. Like, I, I think he's so entertaining. And I kept my eye on him kind of throughout the game. He was sitting down close to the court. Yeah, he's so he really, Yeah. Yeah. He, uh, and he, I was really happy to see. He you, stood out amongst the Auburn students. There was something different yeah. about him. Was, <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> but every person and fan and kid that came up to him, he would sign an autograph or take a picture. Like he couldn't have been nicer. And that's, that's really good to see from somebody, you know, as famous as he is. Um, So yeah, Charles Barkley was awesome. The win over Auburn was awesome. You know, even though it got pretty scary there towards the end, but were you scared that Kentucky was going to blow it? Yeah. You usually don't have a lot of success on your road trips. So I was happy for you that you got to see a win there. I know. I know. I was starting to get nervous for you. I was getting nervous for me too. I was like, Oh man, here we go. I came all this way down here and the weather was terrible. Like it was raining and I, I mean, just completely soaked, but, but luckily they came through. They, I think it's a, a sign of maturity that even though they gave up a, what a 17 point lead, they still won. Yeah. You know, Two weeks ago, they they didn't do that in that same yeah. scenario. Um, yeah, they're growing. They're getting better. Um, yeah, I'm actually going to stay home this time so I don't jinx us because I, I feel like I was in Rupp the last two times we played Kansas, and we lost. I, you know, there was one time that we – Were you uh, really? Yeah, I've, 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 been, I've been to that game the last two times that we played Kansas, uh, I, I'm pretty sure, at Rupp. Um, and, I mean, I think one time it was – I was a student or it was right after I was a student. It was a long time ago. And we did a, we did a thing where like, um, I think each sec, it was like a blue out or white out or something. And we had like CATS on the shirts and they had like this big promotion. And, and, um, and I, and we, you know, lost that game. And I, I mean, I don't know if that was Billy G or Tubby maybe. Um, but then, um, and then Kansas came again. Um, I think during the Calipari era, they came to Rupp and, and I oh, yeah, it was, it was like two years ago, and we, yeah, lost. we lost. Yeah, we um, lost that game. Yeah. It, so if That was like a game. It was also a game day game. I was looking this up it earlier was. this week. Yeah, it was a game day game. And they also and we were ranked really, really high. One of the games that I went to, Kansas was too. I mean, it was a huge game. They've always – it seems like just as far as the rankings have, have gone, I bet this is even like the lowest we've been ranked, you know, eight and nine or whatever we are because – I feel like the games that I went to, we were ranked really high, and and Kansas just found out some way to beat us there at at Rupp. It was it was just man, it's tough. It was one of Cal Perry's few losses there, I'm sure. Yeah, I was I was looking back at that, and I remember how excited everybody was about that game. Like it was a big deal. 
you know, like that was back when game day was still kind of like a really cool thing. And yeah, we sold it out that year with John Wall. Uh, uh, we played, I don't remember who it was that we, what we played that year. Um, yeah. And they like set the record for like 23,000 people at a game. Yeah. Day. Well, it was just, we were so excited to be back, you know? Yeah. Well, it's, <laughs> that can segue into our next topic, but first, can I tell you about our sponsor for today's podcast? Yes. So this kind of ties into what we're talking about. You know, Kentucky's playing really well right now. Things are looking a lot better than they did a few months ago. And what better way to celebrate this team than going to the SEC tournament? Am I right? That's what I'm talking about. Because <laughs> you've never been. And so KSR is partnering with Bridgestone Arena to offer premium seating for the SEC tournament this year, which is really, really cool. Like if you want to do it right, if you want to knock something off of your Kentucky basketball bucket list, this this is the way to go. Because if you go through us, you can get, you know, access to the exclusive premium areas. You can there's a lot to choose from. You got a lot of options. You can do a suite, which is, you know, if you're like a high roller and you know, it doesn't even have to just be you or in a group of friends. It can be like a company. Like if you, you want to take your company down there, uh, lots of great options there. Or you can do what my personal pick would be, which is the Lexus Lounge, nice. which is this really cool premium club area kind of underneath the arena or underneath the right behind the lower level. So you don't have a view of the court, but if you get this package, you get a lower level ticket book. So you have a seat and then you have this really cool area you can go to with unlimited food and drink. And it's like good stuff. It's not boring, like banquet food. It's like carving stations and just like four or five different really cool areas to get food. And obviously all you can drink and not just cheap draft beer, like good stuff. Um, So that's another option. Excuse me. And then if you want the full KSR experience, you can join Matt and his crazy friends in the Dirks Bentley Whiskey Row, which mm-hmm. is, I know, it's so Nashville, let me tell you. Um, it's an all-inclusive area, which you can see the court right. from. It's really cool. It's in one of the end zones, and it's open air, and you can see the court. You've got a great view. You and your friends can get like a, a tabletop, like a high top. And there's some standing room too. It's also all you can eat, all you can drink, really cool stuff. So if you guys are interested in that, check KSR. We'll have the link at the bottom of this podcast page and we're just going to be featuring it for the next few months. And I I don't know about you. I mean, I've got to work the whole event, so I'm not going to get to enjoy these spaces as much as a fan would, but that sounds like a really cool way to enjoy the SEC tournament. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what a cool sponsor and, and yeah, what a neat, what a neat way to enjoy the tournament for sure. I mean, I don't know why you'd want to do anything else. I mean, because it's it's weird. Nashville is obviously like a big party town, but once you get into the arena because of the SEC rules, unless you're in a premium area, you can't drink. So right, and it, it just seems like a nice place to be able to still hang out with your friends and like you don't even have to sit in like a seat. I mean, I mean that sounds great. Yeah, and the the tournament's going to be really good this year. Like I was looking at the bracket, and if if things keep going like they are, Kentucky's going to be like the three seed. Yeah, you know, it might not even be the two seed. So there's a lot of good basketball to watch. And like if you're doing a guys' trip, or heck, if you were doing a girls' trip, because girls love basketball too, um, I would definitely look into this. And again, we'll have all the details up. But so Barney, how many college game days have you been to? Is it just the one for Kansas? 
No, um, I I went to one. Um, I, I want to say was Missouri the time that we played Missouri with. Um, uh, I I think that was a oh that was the game. NIT year yeah yeah that was I, like I the was one highlight of that. <laughs> I was at that game in the eruption, so that was like the it was the ten year anniversary of the eruption zone. Yeah, yeah, you were there. I, I was there too, didn't you? Was that the Conway Twitty or the? Yes, yeah, yeah that was that's when you had the fathead. Yeah, so that um, I was the first student ever in the eruption zone, and so UK um, contacted me and asked me if I wanted to come and and like sit in the eruption zone again for the 10th year anniversary for the game day game. And so obviously I was really honored that they reached out to me and there was an article about me in the alumni magazine and everything. And you're such a celebrity. No, it was really cool. I mean, (laughs) how did they keep track of like, how did they know that you were the first student? Somebody somebody wrote it down. Um, I don't know if it was Oscar or like one of somebody who was there, like when I, um, it was for the Athletes in Action game, Tubby Smith, uh, 2002. Um, and it was just one of the exhibition games. So That's and I, really was just, cool. I was just first in line. I didn't know, you know, I, I had been to, um, so Carolina had a riser section before that. And so I knew that, you know, people got there, um, you know, a couple hours before they used to, they don't now, but they used to get there a couple hours before to line up, you know, to get in the risers. And so, I put on my Gerald Fitch jersey and went down there and <laughs> Gerald up, Fitch, yes, and Gerald, and sit out there in the cold and and I was just you know out there by myself for a while and then um, you know was joined by some more people later on but um, Tubby came and talked to us and you know and I think they were really trying to get the eruption zone up and going and it was cool so I, I was at that game day uh, and then I was looking back you know I, I was right actually I was a student it was just my junior. Um, my junior year that Kansas was number two and we were number eight. I looked up on John Scott's website. Um, and so we lost. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we, so we lost that game um, and uh, low scoring 59, 65. And then the last time they were at Rupp was, uh, was the, was the 2017 game you were talking about. Yeah, that was a big game. Like I said, I, I remember everybody getting really up for it and then being really sad when we didn't win, but you know, hey, I, what are you going to do? Um, I I think Kansas is an interesting topic because I, I have weird thoughts about Kansas. You know, I, I feel like they're a rival, but not really. Yeah. You know, I, North Carolina, rival. Duke, rival. Louisville, rival. I think Tennessee, to a certain extent, and basketball, rival. But Kansas, it's like, I, I feel like a kinship towards them, I guess, because we're similar blue bloods. You know, they're... Yeah. They're usually really good. We're usually really good. There's always the history involved. They've got <clears throat> obviously a lot of history. We've got a lot of history. Um, I want to hate them, but I, I, I don't, I can't find reasons to hate them. Like yeah. Bill Self, he gets away with everything, which, right. you know, seems super hateable. And yeah, he shouldn't even be the coach. I mean, how is he their coach right now? Like, I just it's a, it's a really good question. Cause I, I went back and I was I, I, a few years ago, I think it may be last year. I did a post about all of the things, the allegations against Kansas and the, and the stuff that had just been swept under the rug. It's amazing. It's, it's amazing. It really is amazing. Um, but you know, the NCAA hasn't done anything about it. I mean, they, they can now because, you know, one of the storylines heading into this game is Silvio D'Souza, the sophomore they have, 
who accepted, what was it, $2,500 worth of online classes or something from one of the Adidas consultants. I mean, that, I mean, yeah, but they've been, I, I mean, I feel like worse stuff than that. I mean, weren't there, weren't there yeah. people on audio tape? I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, they, there's just a president still hasn't brought down Bill Sale. <laughs> there's a litany of things. So they should be super hateable. But then I was watching Bill Self's press conference today and, you know, everybody talks about how he charms the media and how he loves the media. And I mean, damn it, he was doing it to me. I was sitting there watching a live stream. Oh, I was like, oh, he's dude. such a nice guy. Oh, oh look, guy. he knows that guy's name. And he's just saying how good it is to see everybody. I was like, damn it, no. I was like, I'm falling under a spell. And you I know, feel like, I, I think one of the reasons that we um, don't hate Kansas is I don't think that they, other than kind of my little minor annoyances with the fact that they've kind of owned us at Rupp lately. And when I say lately, I mean, you look at, I mean, we've only played them twice at Rupp. So when you, the, we've played Kansas a ton of times, but that's what I'm kind of getting at. We've won the games that matter. I mean, we beat them for the championship game. Right. We, we, um, we beat them in the uh, Champions Classic. Um, we, you know, we beat them, um, you know, in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. I guess we've lost the last three straight games against them. Did you realize that? Yeah, yeah. It's it's not a good streak. But, but before that, I mean, the games that mattered, the NCAA Championship, uh, there was the um, uh, Midwest Regional game. Uh, I guess it was in, like, with Tayshawn, I want to say. Um, I think we've only lost one tournament game in, in, since I've really been a Kentucky fan. I mean, we beat them in the Elite Eight. We beat them Tayshawn's year. Um, I mean, I I mean, I feel like we, I feel like that we haven't really struggled against them. We haven't lost any heartbreaking games. They just kind of quietly owned us lately. Yeah. Um, and, and and especially at Rupp. And that's what I'm saying. Going back to when I was a student in 2005, and we played them. It's kind of the the last time that we you know that they came to Rupp and we played in, in kind of the modern, I guess want to say era. I mean, before that, they, I mean, you have to go back to 1990 before they were at Rupp. And so, yeah, I mean, you're looking at 2005. I mean, that's freaking like 14 years ago. And then, and then, you know, we lost again two years ago. So we haven't beaten Kansas at Rupp since 1990. Yeah, that's wild. I think one reason people kind of forget that they've beaten us three times in a row is I, for me personally, I still have the memory of the 2014 champions classic in my head where we just beat yes. them down 72 to 40. I mean, that yeah. was just, that was just not even fair. That's like one of my favorite Kentucky basketball. Mine too. The beginning of that game was awesome. Oh yeah. It's so much better. I think than the UCLA like one. Yeah. 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 I remember like, then they showed, um, you know, whenever Kentucky was up by a ridiculous margin early on, they showed the bench and like everybody had their arms around each other. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Oh my God, I love this team so much. Um, yeah, but I think that that memory is still so vivid in my head that it kind of overshadows all these crappy losses that we've had recently. And on the heels of the championship, I mean, that was the that was the year uh, that was what that was in fourteen, right? And we had just won the we had just won uh, at the championship game in twelve, mm-hmm. and then we beaten them in the Champions Classic in two thousand eleven. Remember, remember that game in New York with uh, uh, in in the, with the twenty eleven team? Yeah. It was good. So, it was I, mean, good like, stuff. I mean, yeah, we basically we won three and then we've lost. That's that's how it's gone. So it's 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 kind of a wild streak. So it started in nineteen ninety. We won three in a row. 
And then in 2005, the game I was talking about when I was a student started a three-game losing streak, lasted until uh, 2007. Then we won three in a row, and then we lost three in a row. So, that, so going back to 1990, it's gone win three, lose three, win three, lose three. So tomorrow is our time to start it back with win three. Right. I mean, along that line of thinking, it, I, I like it. And I think that Kentucky's got a great chance because their seven-footer Doku Azabuki, uh, he's out for the season. And so I was looking at their roster today. They don't have anybody who plays significant minutes that's over 6'9". So, yeah. And they're playing – Huh? How do you cheer against an Azabuki? <laughs> right. Well. He's, he's kind of a lovable figure anyways. He's, he's huge. I mean, I remember when he was a recruit for Kentucky and Kentucky was going after him. Um, it's yeah, it's hard to hate him. I, but, yeah, I and mean, they start four guards. I mean, if I'm Calipari, you know, <laughs> that would be a fun scenario. Like, you got to think that you're just going to own the middle, right? You've got four different bigs who all do something a little different. I mean, PJ and Reed are pretty similar, but – you, the size advantage is just going to be huge for Kentucky. Well, I've been really encouraged with the fact that we, you know, we haven't really clicked yet and we're winning games by 15 or 20. Right. Like I'm just ready for this team to pull. I mean, I don't, I think this team has got a game in it. That's like what we did to Kansas back in 2014. I mean, yeah. I mean, I don't it was know so, about that. I, it's I a hope. thirty point win. A thirty point win, but I mean, you go okay. In twenty fourteen, Kansas was number five. Yeah. I'm not saying we're going to do it against the number five team in the country, but I mean, I think that. <laughs> when, if we do, then everybody like if you if, if that happens, Carolina ahead of us. Right. Ahead. If that happens, I think everyone should tweet Barney at fake Barney KSR. What, what what hashtag can we use? Like, well, they're not number five. I mean, they're what? Yeah, but I'm just saying. Uh, if Kentucky goes up by a ridiculous amount early, like they did in 2014. If we're up by 20 points in the first half, everybody can text me. Yeah, like hashtag 2014 deja vu. Or I mean, When's the last time that we just ran a team like that in Rupp? I mean, a team that mattered. That game, yeah. Yeah, even that game in I – mean, you got to go back to the Florida game probably. Yeah. I mean, number one. It, I mean, it would be awesome. Dunking all over everybody. And then if, if that happens, and even if Kentucky just wins by, you know, three or five or whatever, if it's a closer game, people have got to start taking notice. Like I, I yeah. watched, I covered the um, Mississippi State game from home. So I was watching on ESPN with everybody else. And my God, the number of Duke mentions. Like, oh, yeah. It is nauseating. Was it like, were they like that with Kentucky in 2014, oh, yeah. 2015? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I don't I mean, remember they, it being that. I mean, I'm sure it's because I loved it all. I was like lapping yeah, it up like a dog. Other ACC game, when you're watching ACC teams play, I mean, you know, Wake Forest could be playing Georgia Tech or something, and they're just talking about Carl Towns. Yeah, but it's really bad with Duke right now. Like, Well, I mean, you know, somebody's got to take You're not even down. number one. I, I know, but I mean, I they they just they beat us bad. So okay, here's a scenario: <laughs> if North Carolina beats Duke, are you yeah. going to be really grateful and happy about it, or are you still going to hate North Carolina? Well, I mean, now I'm thinking. I, I'm now I get now that we beat North Carolina. Now I'm thinking RPI. So yeah. kind of like what what helps us, you know. Uh, Duke losing away versus Carolina winning home versus, you know, with our, I mean, I'm looking at every little percentage point because well, it's I actually really not like the RPI team. anymore. It's the net ranking. Well, it's, yeah, that thing. <laughs> like I, like I, I want us to get that Louisville spot 
Um, I don't think it's going to happen. I want it to. Well, I don't want us to be in D.C. And right now, I mean, if we're in D.C., that's where Duke's going to be. Yeah. I don't want, I don't know. I want Louisville too. I just, I'm tired of like trying to predict what's going to happen and worrying about it. I mean, Tennessee, they, they've almost lost like to Vandy. But they haven't. That's the thing. They're, they're doing that thing right now where they're a really good team and they're avoiding losses. They should like games. They should lose. What if we beat them? What if we sweep them? I mean, like nobody said anything about us possibly going three and zero with this little stretch here that we're in. Yeah, it would be. I mean, I we, mean are, we are looking at it in the eyes. I'm gonna look I at mean, Kansas. I, but no, I don't think. Oh, so so let me let me say, I don't think we're gonna beat Kansas by thirty on Saturday. But I think that this team has got a thirty point thumping in them, like they've got a Bahamas thumping that they're gonna put on an SEC team before. It's all said and done um, because they have. There has not been a game where everyone is hit at the same time, right. and it's just a matter of time, Tyler. Like it's just a matter of time that Reed and Keldon and Tyler Hero and like everybody has. And PJ, I mean, look at what PJ did the other night against Mississippi State. My goodness, I mean that everyone has, and and, and Ashton Hagens is stealing the lights out of everything. I mean, and they're just so rattled, they can't do anything. They're like, you know, Carolina dribbling off their leg, you know, the big Afro dude. I mean, like that guy couldn't even get across half court. I mean, we we haven't had it where everyone, where it all happened at once, you know? Yeah, I get it. I mean, it's amazing to look back. Like I was saying, two months ago, we were all so depressed, and, and now here we I are. I was so depressed. I, I was not depressed. I remember I told you you were like thinking this team was like last year, and I was like, I remember I told you. Uh, I mean, Matt was on here too. I was, you know, this team's different from last year. We've got guys who we've got guys with killer instinct. We've got some better. Remember last year I told you we stunk in November. I know you like, did. This team, this team is always like I, I like this team, and I told and I and I, and I, was, I mean they, this team is good. They're really good. And for me, what did it, and this is interesting because it kind of happened in the Bahamas too. Like when I was in the Bahamas, I was interviewing these guys for the first time, getting to know them. And I came away with it thinking my favorite player is Ashton Hagens. Like he wasn't even playing that great back then, but I just, I liked his style of play. He was really, really great. Like he was thoughtful and would sit there and talk to you and not be scared and like, you know, reverting to coach speak or whatever. I thought he showed some really cool like glimpses of what he could do, could be defensively. Um, and I think that people have fallen in love with this team because of him. You know, when, yes. when Quade left, he kind of stepped up and just took over. And, and he's Remember so Cliff fun. Was like that. Remember Cliff Hawkins' defense? Yeah. Remember he was on the cover of Sports Illustrated? Oh, my like God. Was, <laughs> that is a random bit of trivia I've forgotten. Wow. Yeah, but, I mean, like, he was he was so popular, you know, um, and, and was so much fun to watch. And, like, UK fans, like, really loved him. That was the year that we went undefeated in the SEC, um, you know, with, uh, with the – was it Team Supreme or uh, – and uh, – and, and, uh, and, and Cliff, and, and that was, uh, I guess it was the year that we lost to, uh, either the year we lost to Marquette or the UAB year. I don't remember. Yeah, which 2003. Yeah, 03. Yeah, yeah it was either, either 02 or 03. But, like, you know, Cliff Hawkins was like that. I mean, it was just so, when you have a guard that's just so good at stealing the ball, you know, I mean, it just makes it, it makes it really fun to see that kind of defense. No, it does. And Ashton's, like, he's great. And his, his big game at Georgia was really fun to watch. 
I think it's Tyler's out there too. Yeah. And Tyler, like, you know, bless his heart. You know, he came in and everybody's like, Oh, he's going to be terrible on defense. You know, he's, he can't do this. He can't do that. I mean, he's not great. He's not super on defense, but he tries, you know, and he tries, he picks off those passing lanes. I know he's, his hustle is really, really fun to watch. He's a great rebounder too. I know he gets, he gets super high. And I think it's really cool with him that the reasons I thought everyone would love him coming in, yeah, they, they love his three-point shooting and whatever, but I think it's the other stuff that he's doing that is kind of endearing him more to people. Kentucky fans will get behind any player if they put forth effort and hustle, and they like, and you can just tell. Right. Remember, like, Robbie Moss. I mean, like, Robbie, Robbie was, was – there wasn't, like, one part of his game that just really stood, off, stood out as awesome, but when he came in, he worked his butt off. He was diving on the floor – I mean, you know, and that's what will get a Rupp, Rupp Arena fan on the lower level off of their butt is when they see somebody diving on the ground or, you know, just really, really working their tail off every single second that they're in the game. And that they look like they are. I think we've had some players like, you know, Randolph Morris and Boogie come to mind where, you know, just their, their facial expressions or the way they would <laughs> kind of take plays off sometimes, uh, fans would think that they, you know, weren't working as hard when even maybe they were. Um, I think that you know when when you when the player looks like they're working hard and they are working hard, that that gets the fans up and cheering as as big as a as a run. Oh, absolutely! And kind of along that line, Keldon Johnson, he has got yes. the, the most awesome facial expressions. Yeah, like, yes, <laughs> Doctor Mike. He's great at getting the crowd like excited. I mean, when he yeah. did that dunk and the little pull up, you know, and he like whirled around with his arms in the air. Yeah, yeah it was awesome. Yeah, it's awesome. You can tell he's having fun. I mean, you know, that reminds me of the John Wall year, you know. I mean, it's just like it's great to see the guys out there having fun and playing well. And like I said, you know, the most frustrating thing to me about this team, if I've got to pick something to complain about, is that that there hasn't been a game where they've just all been on their A game. Well, there's plenty like, of opportunities. I just opportunities. can't wait to see them just unleash on somebody. I, I, Wouldn't it be great if it was Tennessee? I mean, what, oh what if Tennessee God. came as number one, ends are up, and we just put a 50-point just smash on them? That would be awesome because I – I could see it. I could see I it in Rupp. I can't see it down there. I've been down there too many times and watched them lose. Why not? You just saw, you know, Tyler talking about his, you know, how he likes it when they're cheering against Yeah, Tennessee. that's true. You I guess I mean? Tennessee's good, man. I know they almost lost, uh, like, Vanderbilt. Oh, the summit, man. Get out of here. <laughs> Isn't it like back pat week? We probably should like back up those those man. Yeah. I Gee, whatever. I, I think Tennessee's really good. The thing that scares me about them is like they're they're good in that they're really experienced. Like none of those guys should really still be there. I don't know. I guess they're all really good college players, but would they be good NBA players is the question. Like, Yeah, they're such good college is players. Is Admiral Schofield going to make it? Great. Yeah. And, Never made it past the Elite Eight. Right. Man. Well, that's Get why they're here. still there. They're like on that level of really good, Dude. but I don't know if they're good enough to make it in the NBA kind of good, so they stuck around, right? They they, they are TLC singing about the scrubs, man. <laughs> <laughs> A scrub is a ball that thinks he's fine, but he's also known as a buster. I mean, oh, he's God. Uh, oh. Scrubs. Admiral Scrub. Admiral Scrubfield. <laughs> Terrible. But so, if you had to predict, let me pull up the schedule. How many more losses is Kentucky going to take in the regular season? Here, I'll read them out to you. One sec. 
click over. We're gonna lose a dumb game. Yeah, they've got it. They've got a stinker, random stinker. In South them. Carolina. We go, dang, 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 now dang, that's dang, in Rupp, though. So I, so I don't think they're going to lose in Rupp unless it's to Tennessee or. But I mean, hey, you made a great point when you're talking about our our sponsor. You know, I mean, the SEC. Um, it, we you looked at South Carolina uh, has has taken uh, some teams down to the wire. You know, uh, lately they've kind of turned things around and, and have been they just beat well. Auburn. Um, I mean. Beat Auburn, and I and I want to say was um, who was it that played Tennessee close before Vandy uh, the other day? It was at home. It was at Tennessee. I was watching the game. Um, it was an SEC game. Uh, it was Alabama. Um, yeah, maybe it was Bama. Yeah, somebody somebody played them. Yeah, it was it was Alabama, and that was at Tennessee. Yeah. You know, Matt Matt kind of shrugged off the notion that West Virginia might beat Tennessee. Uh, this coming weekend in the SEC. Is that game Challenge at Tennessee season. or is that at? That's why Matt shrugged it off. Matt was like, "Oh, that's at Tennessee." There, well, Bama almost beat him at Tennessee. And Tennessee's not that intimidating of a home environment. I, you just, I know, but ones, like, I, I've been down there. It's just some for some reason they, I don't know. I, so it's that much chewing tobacco in one, <laughs> you know, concentrated space. I think when I was there, they had some weird promotion where it was like the first. To fifteen hundred students that come in get free cheeseburgers or something, and like it was what? really weird. And so like I always associate it with that. And they like gave them like I think it was like Burger King because they had like Burger King crowns or something. It, That's so it was, dumb. Tennessee's so dumb. Anyway, so here's Kentucky's schedule. Obviously, Saturday is Kansas. Win Tuesday night at Vanderbilt. That's a win. I know it's at Vanderbilt, but that the Vanderbilt, nah, I think that's a win. Okay, all right, win. Uh, Saturday at Florida. See, I see us. I don't see us losing a dumb game. Uh, Florida, Florida. You just not said we were going to lose that's a dumb a game. Place. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm. I don't think that's the dumb okay. game. Like Florida at Florida is a. Legit. That would be a respectable loss. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I mean, even though no one else outside of uh, an SEC fan would think so. Um, we've struggled down there and always yeah, have. Yeah, that place is weird. Um, February. Yeah, I'm going to say that's a win. Okay, so February 5th versus South Carolina at home. Win. I think that's a win. Um, Saturday, February 9th at Mississippi State. There you that go. That could be the loss. Well, and they're, I mean, and they're, they're okay. They're better yeah, they than they played on Tuesday night. They couldn't hit anything. They missed so many. Yeah. yeah, and I think that yeah, I could see us going out there and them having their dumb cowbells oh or triangles or whatever. I they, hate that place so much. And luckily, I could see us losing that yeah, game. Yeah, Drew has to go to that one. So that one or that one or Florida. I, I, those those well, two there's right a, now there are, are a couple the, other contenders. So February twelfth okay. uh, versus number twenty five LSU at Rupp. I think that's a win. I don't. Got yeah. Yeah, uh, Then got Saturday, Saturday, February sixteenth. That's Tennessee. Tennessee. Yeah, that's what we got them. We got. I feel them. okay about that. Um, they suck. February They're Tuesday, overrated. February nineteenth at Missouri. I think they'll win. Missouri's not great. Um, See, I mean, those are the. That's a dumb game, and that's a late game. That's a nine o'clock game. I, I hate see. I could just see us sucking at what a game yeah. like that. Like winning, like winning at Florida, winning at Mississippi State. You know, and and we're on like a twelve game win streak, and they're talking about us, you know, being a one seed, and we're probably ranked like number three or something, and then we go, you know, drop a turd in Missouri. Right. 
Yeah, it would be that would be a classic letdown game, right? You're right, right after the Tennessee game. Um, Saturday, February 23rd versus Auburn at Rupp. I think that's a win. We got yeah. that. Yeah, that's a win. Uh, Tuesday, February 26th versus Arkansas at Rupp. Oh, God. Yeah. If Mike Anderson, if he has his way, I could grief. That man hates Calipari so much. I mean, I, I half expect him to just suit up one day and just start punching people. Um, let's see. Saturday, March second at Tennessee. That's a win. We're re- we're clicking by then. It's March. I, know, I think we win one of the Tennessee series, and I think we sweep Tennessee. All right. Well, t- hashtag Barney Tennessee Barney Tennessee sweep if it happens. Yeah, and they lose a dumb game, and I think that you know we're going to end up having a of maybe one more loss than them, but I think that our losses are going to be. Um, at a certain time that we'll be ranked higher. Like, I think, like, you know, like right now, Tennessee, you know, they got nowhere to go but down. Yeah, but they've got, a, know, pretty, they've got a lot easier schedule than we do. Yeah, but think about how much the media, how far the media will drop them in the Yeah, that's true. The media still if thinks that lose, Duke is number like one, Duke. I think. It ain't like Duke. Exactly. It ain't like Duke yeah. losing. If Duke loses, you know, they, they go up two spots. <laughs> if Tennessee loses or some team in the SEC loses, man, they're going to drop them down to like number four, number five after maybe maybe three or four or something after their first loss, and then when when they're going to lose some dumb game, um, because they've they've just come too close. They're going to lose some dumb game, and that'll drop them down to like you know probably eight or nine, and then when we beat them again, we're going to be ranked to like you know four or five or something by that time, as long as we don't do something dumb like lose at Missouri. No, they probably will, um, but that's okay. I mean, it's. But if we do that, I mean, how are they going to be a one seat over us? It's impossible. Uh, we'll see. Two, it's just it's the timing right. of it. It's the timing of when you lose. Like you can drop an early game against Seton Hall and an early SEC game against Bama. Look what's happened. We've already climbed back up to number eight in the country. So they finish the season out at Ole Miss, which is another Tuesday nine o'clock game. Um, so I think that could be a trap. That can, I don't yeah. know. I mean, Ole Miss is playing there's well. There's no traps in March. There's no, there's no traps in March. All right. And then the season finale, senior night, is versus Florida, uh, 2 o'clock CBS. What's late in the year? I know. The SEC tournament's late this year. It, the schedule has worked out really strange. Um, all right. So you have them losing. How many did you say? It sounded like you had them pretty much winning out, except for maybe one dumb I loss. I think we're going to lose. I think we're going to lose one. I think we're going we're gonna, to um, not lose any more at Rupp. Starting mm-hmm. starting Saturday, we're we ain't losing that rut, and then I think we'll lose to a dumb game to like Missouri. All right, all right. So you got one loss. So they're going to end up. What would that make them? Four losses, I think. Yeah. So whatever, twenty-seven and four. Yeah, is and I right? still think that. I mean, what's going to suck is the timing of that loss, and to a bad team. You know we're gonna we're we'll have clawed our way up losing. I mean winning so many games in a row. I mean the Missouri game isn't until when? The Missouri game is Tuesday, February nineteenth. Yeah, so we will have beaten Tennessee. We will have beaten. Um, I mean we we'll have we have what four or five more wins on our streak until until then. And then I think nine hundred. <laughs> so I'm looking at the schedule on ESPN.com, and I love how they've added this tickets column yeah yeah. so yeah. there are 909 tickets left for as low as 22 dollars <laughs> for what 
for the at Missouri game. Oh, and yeah. that's not even the, the most ridiculous part is for the Auburn game at Rupp Arena, Saturday, February 23rd, CBS game, over a thousand tickets left. Well, I for mean, that. it's, it's finally called same thing for senior day. Same we, thing for senior day. We've been making fun of other schools and I, I know. Have, I've been leading the charge, um, for 10 years. I mean, I remember, I mean, it was 10 years ago that I was at uh, the Dean Dome, you know, when they played Florida State, and the entire upper level was, like, empty for an SEC. No, Dean Dome is so boring. For an ACC game, you know, and I was just kind of like, what is going on? We don't, I mean, we sell out against Poop State. You know, that was always (laughs) the case. I mean, you know, our attendance banner is going to be, you know, like Alex. Yeah, but it's a nationwide thing. It's not just U.K., I mean, I think unless Syracuse fans suddenly start going more often, I think it's, it's okay. The only team that beats us, yeah. Yeah, because they just have a bigger place. Um, right. Isn't Kansas, I think, might be the first sellout of the year, although ESPN's saying there's still 700 tickets left, which is wild. But I think that counts like secondary market, so maybe not. Probably so. Yeah, but, and I can't imagine there hasn't been another sellout. I don't know. It's the times they are the changing. The Valentine's Day game against Tennessee, that's going to be legit. That's going to be a fun weekend. Like, if you and Baby Bop and yeah, it might, mm, mm. Baby Bop wanted to, right. to get up to Lexington, that'd be a fun weekend. Boy, that's a weather rolling the dice on February 16th, <laughs> driving, to, driving to Lexington, man. It could be it could be 75, and it could be negative oh, 75. <laughs> That's the truth. So um, I know you had a really good pop culture recommendation. I figure we could both give one and as we wrap things up. You want to tell everybody about this movie I just have to see? Uh, you're talking about Free Solo? Yes, which yeah. I thought, I will be honest, I thought that was another like Star Wars thing. And I was like, please, I, I have to deal with that enough from my husband. Free, who's Free Enos and now Free Solo. No, <laughs> um, no uh, so um, Alex Honnold um, is is a, um, I would say he's probably, looks like he's maybe in his late 20s. I don't know how old he is, but um, he's basically the um, world's most renowned um, climber without using ropes we're talking about mountain climbing um that's terrifying you don't use it ropes. Is. like no no, it is. no you don't like a I death mean, wish the way that well that's the the reason that he's like the world's foremost is because everyone else has died you know, like and like <laughs> and so when you look at like the percentage of mountaineers uh you know that there are out there i mean like conrad anchor and like you know like some of the like most famous um a mountain uh mountaineers in the world you know, I think less than they say, like less than one percent or something, um, will 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 free solo, um, and so basically, you know, he's done it, um, you know, all over Yosemite, um, he's done it in South America at some like famous places, but no one in the entire you know history of mankind has ever just climbed up El Capitan um, in Yosemite, which if you like picture Yosemite, that's like the the really huge straight up granite rock face that's across from the waterfall, the um, Yosemite falls. Um, and it's, you know, it's like the one that you think about when you think about Yosemite Valley. And so basically the movie is a documentary. Um, it's shot, shot by Jimmy Chin, who um, another recommendation, um, if you want to see, if you're kind of waiting for it to come out, is that it hasn't come out. I think it comes out like first week of February um, on iTunes and stuff. But there's another movie about Jimmy Chin, um, that uh, is on Netflix right now. It's called Meru. 
it's actually got Conrad Anker and Jimmy Chin and another um, guys. I don't want to ruin the story, but it's really cool. They're they're, they're climbing a um, a uh, a peak that's never been climbed before. Um, uh, it's called the Shark's Fin, um, and on on Meru, and it's in I think I want to say India. It's like the mouth of the Ganges River, or like not the mouth. Where is it? What's it called? Where a river like starts? Not the mouth. The mouth is where it like a start. tributary, like, or I don't know, like the origin, or like where? Yeah, so like which is like a like a holy site, and like everything. a basin. Or, for Hindu people. I, um, I don't know. Like, yeah, it's really interesting, but according to, yeah, Wikipedia just says it's called the young river. Okay. <laughs> That's well, just where a river starts. So um. basically Tyler is crazy. Like when you watch yeah. this, video, um, this movie on Netflix, the, um, it's, it, it's like the, the mountains shape like a big shark's fin at the very top. And so there's not any place for them to make camp. And so they have to like use these weird, like, um, they anchor the cot into the rock and then it like folds down and they're sleeping like on a cot on the no, side of the mountain. Oh wait, just, nope, nope. Oh, oh yeah. Right. So you, so that, so, and so, and this guy, Jimmy Chin, like he films the whole thing oh and, and, and he's climbing. And so it's amazing. So, so that's the team of guys that Alex has assembled to film his free solo of El Capitan. I mean, and you're thinking about being 3,000 feet in the air, hanging on to nothing. I mean, what, and, and and what's crazy is, you know, he's got it all mapped out in his journal. Like, you know, every single step takes him, uh, you know, several, several hours to, to even start scouting this thing out. And what, and what, when you free solo, and I, I didn't learn, I learned this in watching the movie. It's fascinating. Like, you you're you're not at net, uh, putting your hand like in a rock crevice. You're having to. It's like pressure. So it's like a counter pressure. So if it's like I took my left hand and I pressed my thumb up against like a little indentation in the rock, then I would need to take my right foot opposite my left hand, um, and I would find like a indentation with my right toe. And it's the pressure that I'm putting on my left thumb and on my right toe that's holding my entire body up on the side of the mountain. That's crazy. Like it's not, yeah, it's not like you're actually in like a foothold or like a handhold in most places. In most places, they're just minor indentations in the rock where it's the pressure of his thumb and his toe that's holding him up. And so while, while he's doing that, while he's got his toe and his thumb doing that, he's looking for the next place to put his toe, his other toe or his other thumb. And so, and so it's that switch moment where where he's having to shift his weight from one side to the other, you know, every single step he takes, I mean, you could just fall. And that's yeah. it. I mean, that's it. Game over. I mean, that's it. So that's on, it's out in theaters right now, right? Right. So it was in theaters for a long time. I don't think it's out anymore unless you could find it like in a dollar theater or something because it was out limited release. Um, you know, it, it wasn't like a big blockbuster thing. Um, it was It was released in, you know, just select theaters. And then, they did a big IMAX push two weeks ago, and that's what I waited. To okay, that's yeah, because I looked it up today, and it was it was on at our IMAX theater, so that makes sense. Right, yeah. So it was in IMAX for one week, and then uh, the Academy Award nominations came out, and it's nominated for best documentary. So there you go. I hope it wins um, because I was literally sweating in the IMAX, like <laughs> like I knew I knew what was going to happen because I follow all these guys on Instagram and everything. Because it to me, it's just fascinating to me. I, I'll sum it up. In, in one sentence, 
it's the most amazing thing I've ever seen a human being do. That's, it's that's... free. It's free soloing. I where I mean, where I talk, any sport, any any kind of scientific accomplishment, like I'm talking about, like penicillin, the landing on the moon, like everything that we've done, making the wheel. This dude climbing El Capitan without ropes is the most amazing human feat I've ever seen in my life. Well, they need to hire you for their advertising team because if you don't want to see it after hearing that, then it's I amazing. Mean, I it's, hope that it translates as well on iTunes uh, I'm sh- I mean, it in the IMAX because the angles that they did, I mean, like Jimmy Chin, he would be like anchored into the wall and then like jump out, like repel out, and then they would slow motion it out so that you really get the creepy like uh, vertigo perspective of like of what Alex is doing. It's unbelievable. Well, so we've got this potentially Oscar winning documentary recommendation from Fake Barney. <laughs> Yeah. So I feel it's only right I just bring us back down to earth a little bit. Gossip um, Girl the movie. That's called you. That's exactly oh, yeah. what you is. No. And that's not one of my recommendations. <laughs> seriously, the whole it's time so I was watching that, it was like Psycho girl, Gossip Girl. I kept, oh, kept expecting him. Yeah, yeah we called him Dan and not Joe. It's like, Dude, Anyways, I'm not recommending you to anybody because I had to watch too many episodes of that and whatever. Um, but if you're on Netflix, obviously Grace and Frankie just came out the new season. Um, uh, Kimmy Schmidt, Unbreakable. Kimmy Schmidt comes out tomorrow. I think the last season of that. And then I stumbled upon a show I had very like hadn't heard much about, but it's really funny. It's called Shit's Creek. Have okay. you watched it? I've heard about it, and it's my wife so has funny. heard good things about it. Yeah, it's Canadian, so maybe that's why it, it hasn't really taken off here yet. Um, I think it's in its third season. I just started watching it. It's on Netflix. It's got Eugene Levy. It's about this like rich family, and they kind of fall on hard times, and it's about them adjusting. And it's it's got his son in it. So like Eugene Levy's son plays his son in the show, and it's weird. Like it's, it's not the guy from American Pie. No, 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 not not Jim or whatever his name was, um, but it's really, really good. It's got Catherine O'Hara, which if you watched like you know Best in Show or A Mighty Wind, any of those really, really good movies, she's hilarious. Um, I recommend that. Um, Book wise, I mean, I feel like this has turned into the recommendation podcast, but uh, Where the Crawdads Sing is really good. If you're looking for a good book, oh, my wife is reading that. She it's just finished excellent. it. Did she love it? Because yeah. I loved it. Oh, she did. Yeah, she was like telling me all about it and then at the end of the at the end we're like don't uh, spoil it i'm not but like you find out like if something happened or something didn't happen (laughs) like i think she was like really like couldn't believe that that the thing happened or didn't happen yeah okay well that that wasn't quite a spoiler but yeah it's a good tease so so read that it's good yeah there's you know you're wondering you know what's going on yeah exactly (laughs) so when you're not yeah, when you're not watching Kentucky beat up on Kansas, those are some things you can do. Uh, but Barney, I'm feeling good about it. What's your prediction? Yeah, we got him. We're going to beat him by 12. Is this um, going to yeah. be the, the everybody clicks and we thump them game? Or no, we, if, if we all click, we're beating them by 30. No, we're not going to beat them by 30. But if, if we not? do, then everybody's got to tweet you. What, hashtag what? What do we say? Whatever name hashtag name one Kansas player. That's the hashtag. <laughs> because, because because what makes you think we can't beat them by thirty? Hashtag name one Kansas player. 30 is a lot of points. Can't like, say as a boot because only you're saying that because of Kalina. That's the only reason you know his name. 
is because of the the dunk master of dunks. They've got the Lawson brothers, Diedrich and KJ or something. Are those the Diedrich and guys that directed uh, No Country for Old Men? Yes, yes, actually. (laughs) All right. Well, I feel good about the game too. I say cats by. I'm gonna go like eight, but I think it's gonna be good. I think they're Kentucky's gonna come out. I think they still feel like they have something to prove, like a chip on their shoulder a little bit. I think Kansas just won't have an answer on the inside, but I, I feel good about it. Everybody's going to be back on the big blue train. It's going to be like I the Duke so. game never happened, right? I hope somebody tells this team that we've lost three straight to them and that, you know, and two straight in a row going back, you know, 19 years or something. Back like when they were, back. you know, glints yeah. in their father's eyes. Seriously, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, we, we've got to, uh, we, we've got to right this wrong. All right. That reminds me, um, we are now, we're still on the KSR podcast feed, but we have our own feed now. We have our own OTT podcast feed on iTunes. So look it up, subscribe, leave us a really nice review, even if you don't mean it. And I'm just kidding. Of course you love us. So give us five stars and write a nice little note and, you know, fake Barney will sing you a song. Yeah. Everyone just, everyone just say hashtag daddy. Hashtag daddy. All right. Well, we will talk to you next time. Don't look up hashtag daddy. (laughs) Please don't do that. Please don't Google that. Don't don't click that Twitter hashtag. Just just, just type it and go on. Move on. Move on. All right. Well, we will wrap it up. Uh, Fake Barney. Good to talk to you. And as always, go cats. Go cats and, and uh, Covington Catholic man. No, shut up. Shut up. In the podcast.